Welcome to NALC's You Are the Current Resident podcast. I'm Brian Renfro, Executive Vice President of NALC, and this is your podcast for Tuesday, March 24th. Today I have a number of issues I'd like to discuss regarding the COVID-19 pandemic, how that relates to letter carriers and the Postal Service. So we have a couple of new agreements that are available on our website in the materials reference system. Um, we'll discuss those agreements. I want to talk a little bit about uh, some customer interaction uh, that we have on the street, how to keep ourselves safe, and a couple of specific uh, questions that have come in both from, from letter carriers as well as as from customers and, and other sources. Um, then I want to give you a kind of a brief update on what's going on on Capitol Hill legislatively. I know almost everyone has, has heard about the stimulus, so-called stimulus package, uh, the third one that's being discussed right now and, and that's being negotiated and kind of tell you where we stand um, as it relates to the Postal Service there. And then toward the end uh, today, we've got a couple of questions that were sent in um, on Twitter, and, and we'll be happy to answer those. So let's start with the new agreements that I referenced. Um, one we finalized on Friday. Uh, that's M1912 in the Material Reference System, or MRS. And one we finalized yesterday, that's M1913. It's also available in the MRS. So if you go to the website, the NELC website, NELC.org, um, look under the Workplace Issues tab, you will see a, a, a section there for resources, and you will see the materials reference system. And these two documents will be listed near the top of the page, and you can go there and read them for yourself. So the first, uh, M1912, that's M1912, is a temporary time limit extension on Step B and arbitration appeals. Um, this agreement is good for 30 days. We will, of course, assess uh, the, the need to continue or modify the agreement at the end of 30 days. Um, but it extends the, the time limit for those two steps in the grievance procedure for that period of time. Uh, there's also a paragraph that encourages the local parties to discuss the potential need for time limit extensions uh, at informal and formal Step A. Um, if you are listening and you're a branch officer, a shop steward, a grievance handler, and there is a need for extensions locally um, for you due to you know, the, the availability of either party, due to um, you being able to get in touch with your manager, if you're having difficulties securing an agreement to, to do an extension at whatever step, please contact your national business agent and they would be more than happy to try to um, provide some assistance there working with, with their counterparts. So again, that one is M1912. The second agreement I want to talk about is M1913, and this is about the temporary use of something known as the 701 rule. Um, the 701 rule is included in the Employee and Labor Relations Manual, uh, otherwise known as the ELM or ELM, Section 432. And what the rule basically states is, is that if you finish your work after seven hours, but prior to eight hours, you can go home and be paid for the full eight hours. Um, there are a couple of, of requirements in order for this rule to be um, be able to put this rule in, into use in any particular situation, and that is that the carrier has to have completed their route, number one. Number two, there cannot be um, available work that could, could be assigned in the same wage level, which 
in almost every case, it's going to be on um, straight time. So this applies to full-time employees. That'd be full-time regulars and, and the few full-time flexibles we have out there. And the application of it is no different than it's ever been in the past. The difference is, and what this agreement does, is makes clear that the Postal Service will use this rule. Um, we've got offices that have experienced a pretty sharp decline in mail volume um, due to a number of circumstances. Of course, the, the states and, and locations and cities where uh, the, the government has issued pretty firm stay-at-home orders. You know, people are home, and, and there's just simply, you know, not as much mail entering entering the mail stream. So uh, we've also had impacts to mail processing and, and plants. And just the idea behind this is that if these conditions are met and you complete your assignment, you can go home and get out of that building and still be paid for, for eight hours. So, again, that one is available on the website. It's M1913. So just go to that Workplace Issues tab um, that you see at the top uh, to Resources, and you'll see the MRS there. The third document, there's a third document that's been posted um, in our MRS, uh, or it will be posted sometime today if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it yet. We'll be given number M1914. That's M1914. Now, this is not an agreement between us and the Postal Service, but it is a letter from the Postal Service Vice President of Labor Relations, Doug Tolino, two postal managers in the field that explains some procedures and, and processes that we have agreed on here at headquarters that, that are consistent with the agreements we've done that we talked about previously on this podcast about liberal changes of schedule, leave. You've heard about that both through these agreements. You heard that in President Orlando's statement. So, if you have a manager that is, um, I guess, not understanding uh, the, the things that are changed, that have changed, and that are in place right now due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, this would be a good document to use to um, to to show them uh, the things that have indeed been changed. And again, this is not an, an agreement per se; it's an instruction from the Postal Service, but it is consistent with the agreements we've done and, and what we've discussed here. Those agreements are available uh, on the website, as I mentioned. I encourage you to review them. If, if You can also see the previous agreements we've done that were related to, to the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as uh, anything that, that over the last 30-something years that, that's been put in place, um, actually longer than that, uh, probably 40 to 45 years, uh, is available there. So uh, I encourage you to read those if you have any questions about them. Um, you should contact your, your branch officer or, or shop steward. And, of course, you're always um, – our national business agents and their offices are always available there to assist you. All right, next I want to focus a few minutes on something that we've discussed here at the headquarters level, and I know some of you have encountered, um, and that has to do with our interaction with customers while on the street. Um, something that's – very important is we're out working and facing a little different set of circumstances, not just because of, certainly it's different because of the, the coronavirus, but um, that a lot of people are at home more so than they normally are during the week. Uh, so the, the chances of us seeing people that we don't normally see are drastically increased. So 
just want to remind everyone that when you're out on the street, um, you should please do everything you can to practice social distancing, remain six feet away uh, to the extent possible. Uh, We talked on the previous podcast, um, or actually I guess it was episode two, about how to handle parcels, the new process for using your scanner. Um, But that that social distancing is important. Uh, So please be mindful of that. Also, a question that's come up quite a bit um, is certain locations and customers. uh, We've heard some places where uh, there there are elderly residents, assisted living um, facilities, those type deliveries have asked to take carriers' temperatures, um, have them sign some sort of form before entering to deliver the mail. So I want to be as clear as we possibly can about this. You, as a letter carrier, are not required, nor are you encouraged to follow these instructions. There is no delivery that you will make where it is a requirement, or you should, frankly, allow someone to take your temperature. As you well know, there's been lots of messaging, both from the Postal Service and and from us, the NALC, about the CDC's recommendations that if you are sick, stay home. And this is one of the the main reasons for that is so that if you are indeed sick, then we don't go out and expose others to whatever it is that we may be carrying. So if you have an issue with this on your route, please just politely tell the customer you know, that, that I'm not going to do that. I'll be more than happy to, you know, connect you with, with my manager at the post office and let them discuss alternate delivery, uh, you know, possibilities of some sort of alternate delivery. You should have had a stand-up talk on this very issue, I guess, a week or so ago. I actually think it came out last Monday the 16th. Um, so hopefully you received the information in that stand-up talk. But just remember that, that you know, our job is we certainly should follow the CDC's recommendations on hygiene, with which everyone's familiar now. But there is no requirement, nor is there an encouragement for any letter carrier to take any sort of test, whether that's temperature or commit to something or, or sign forms um, prior to affecting a delivery. Okay, um, let's move on to the uh, legislative piece that uh, of this COVID-19 puzzle. Um, as most of you are aware, unless you uh, uh, don't watch the news, which probably is not a terrible idea these days, um, as far as the, the political and legislative news, uh, the Congress is working on a stimulus package, they're calling it, um, to help not only workers, but companies that have suffered because of of the COVID-19 pandemic, um, including things like unemployment insurance expansion and payments to companies that have suffered drastic revenue loss and and payments to individuals uh, within um, certain certain earning classes is our understanding. But um, we have, well, for the last few weeks, I mean, we consistently, you know, contact members of Congress and those in leadership positions and those on certain committees and so on. Um, But we have worked really hard with the leadership in both the House and the Senate, as well as with the Postal Service, the other stakeholders, the mailers, the other postal unions, to express um, the need um, for relief for the Postal Service. And that relief 
is driven by several things. Um, one, hopefully you're, you're aware of um, the issues that the Postal Service faces with the requirement to pre-fund um, health benefits for future retirees, those that aren't even retired yet. Um, we have had a changing business, as letter carriers are well aware over the years. Um, but we've talked about what we need right now in this stimulus with the leadership in both houses. And I just want to tell you where we are with what's been actually introduced. So the Republicans in the Senate, um, uh, leader, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, uh, has released a package and taken a couple of procedural votes to try to advance the package and was not able to, to do that. That package, um, I'm only going to speak to what's specific to the Postal Service and letter cares. I'm not going to get into all the other... Um, pieces of the legislation. That's not my area of expertise. Um, but as far as the Postal Service, that package included no relief whatsoever for the Postal Service. Whether that was something to address the pre-funding, that was an appropriation of money to make up for the, the lost revenue that is we are sure to experience. I mean, it's that's going to happen. That's just a matter of fact now. It's, it's more of the research and, and um, predictions behind that now are just, it's a matter of how much. There will be revenue loss for the Postal Service. Uh, but that package included no um, included no relief for the Postal Service whatsoever. The House of Representatives, um, Speaker Pelosi, has introduced a package that had a lot of the same things the Senate package did, but some additional things, and one of those additional things was a pretty significant package um, at least for the short term, to relieve the Postal Service. Uh, something along the lines of 20 to $25 billion in relief, which would go a long way toward stabilizing the agency, our employer, where we work, our jobs um, for the, the foreseeable future. So right now what's taking place is there's um, a lot of negotiation on the Senate side um, between uh, Majority Leader McConnell the Democratic leader, minority leader Chuck Schumer, um, as well as uh, members of the, the administration, now uh, the president's uh, administration, particularly the Department of Treasury. So um, we will continue to work with the leadership uh, in, in Congress here in D.C. And, and try to, you know, achieve something that would, would benefit letter cares and, and the Postal Service. So at this time, there's really not much need for us to do anything out in the field. I mean, this is really limited to just a couple of people. So it's, it's, we're working both sides of the aisle, both with leadership and, and, you know, like I said, both the Republican and the Democratic side. So uh, I do encourage you to pay attention though. And if there's a point in time where it becomes helpful to approach other members of Congress from the local level, we certainly will not hesitate to get that information out to you. Um, so we'll, it remains to be seen what's going to happen now. If a package is passed now, there could perhaps be another one in the future, but we'll evaluate all our options and continue to educate those people going forward. So finally, we have a couple of questions that have been uh, sent in by, by listeners, and we appreciate everyone listening. Um, quickly, the way you do that is, is you can use any of our social media platforms. Use the hashtag Y-A-T-C-R pod that stands for you are the current resident pod again that's hashtag y-a-t-c-r-p-o-d 
or you can email us at social at nelc.org. And, of course, we always accept and encourage questions uh, via the U.S. mail. But these two questions were sent in from um, Twitter, and good questions, and I'll be happy to, to answer those the best I can. Um, the first is from Daniel Wills, and Daniel asked if we could do an audio version of a newly converted PTF frequently asked questions. Uh, very good answer. There were an awful lot of people converted to PTF about 10 days ago, um, several thousand. So we got a lot of new PTFs, and, and some branches are probably have PTFs now when you haven't had PTFs either. Uh, certainly not in the last very recently, but you may have had some a couple years ago for a short period of time. But uh, there's still all the contractual provisions that apply to PTFs are still out there. Um, so for Daniel and everyone else, the April postal record will be um, coming out very soon. Uh, it includes the contract talk is an extended contract talk. It's uh, probably at least a couple of pages. It could even be longer than that. I'm, I'm not sure uh, how it was eventually laid out in the magazine, but it's very extensive about issues relating to PTFs. Uh, so that'll be out in the April postal record. And we now put out an audio version of the postal record. So you can find that on our website, wherever you get your podcast. Um, it's We record, each officer does their articles. Uh, we have audio versions of the feature stories, and we'll certainly have an audio version of, uh, of that contract talk. So um, I'll see if we can maybe get that one out a little early, um, Daniel. It's a, it's a really good question. So uh, we'll get that out, and, and hopefully we'll have it posted pretty soon. Okay, the next question is from uh, Justin Hill. Uh, Justin's question is about the food drive. Just basically, is there an update on the food drive? So the food drive is, as you all know, the second Saturday in May. Um, this year, the food drive is scheduled for May the 9th. Um, we have been discussing this, thinking about it, talking to all the people that are involved as far as sponsors, talking to the Postal Service, talking to um, the printers that print the cards and the, the people that help us by making bags. Um, of course, we would definitely love to do the food drive. I mean, that this is a time where uh, it arguably could be as beneficial as it's ever been. Um, and of course, we have to balance with that the the safety, number one, uh, the feasibility of doing it. So a decision has not been made. Um, we will try to make a, a decision here in the very near future, uh, I would hope, within maybe a week or so. Um, but we're, we're leaving our options open for now. I would say to you, if You've got something, some form of preparation, whatever that may be at the branch level. Uh, if you can put that on hold for a week or so, it would probably be wise to do that. That's not an indication of what the decision will be necessarily, but if there's something you can put on hold, uh, it would, I would recommend doing that. Um, so we'll talk about if we do cancel or postpone, you know, rescheduling. There's a number of things to consider because the, the food drive is – you know, pretty large thing uh, logistics-wise. There's a lot of a lot of pieces that have to be coordinated. All right, good questions. We appreciate uh, Daniel and and Justin sending those in, and encourage anyone else that would like to ask a question that uh, I we will try our best to answer those uh, here on the podcast. So, 
Again, you can email us, social at NELC.org. Um, of course, you can mail us questions using the, the, the Postal Service. Um, you can uh, ask us questions on social media. Use the hashtag, hashtag Y-A-T-C-R-P-O-D. Um, I want to encourage you to, to subscribe you know, to our podcast. We have two streams um, on iTunes, and we also have our stream on, on Podbean. It's available on Google Play, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcast. So uh, if, if you, wherever you subscribe, um, we'd appreciate it if you could, could rate us and, and tell us what you think. Uh, we encourage you, as always, to follow us on Twitter at NALC underscore national. You can follow us on Instagram at Letter Carriers. Follow us on Facebook at NALC dot national. Um, we have a YouTube page called The Postal Record. Please check that out. Lots of good stuff there. And, of course, uh, we make available just about any information you could need related to to your job and, and our union at NALC.org. So once again, I appreciate everyone tuning in. Thank you for listening. Our response has been fantastic so far to the podcast, and it's something that's enjoyable to do for us, and, and we'll, uh, we look forward to continuing to bring you uh, information and hearing from you. So, I mean, your feedback will, will help us make this thing as, as useful and, and beneficial um, for you, our listeners, as possible. All right, thanks again for listening, and stay safe, everyone.